Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness uh, with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you so much for coming on by and for joining me. I'm delighted to have you as my listeners. And today I'm even more delighted and really, really excited to have the fabulous Beth Francis and Susan Sims from Frock Up Friday with me. Now I'm going to hand over to them so that they can properly introduce themselves. Over to you ladies. Um, please do introduce yourselves and what it is that you've been doing and then we, I'm going to ask you lots of questions. So I'm really, really super excited to ask you loads of things that my listeners I know will be dying to ask you too. I'm Susan Sims, uh, aka Sister Susie and I um, used to live <laughs> with Bev as her lodger. And uh, yeah, Bev. <laughs> yeah, that's how the story started. That's I'm, I'm Bev Francis. Susie was my lodger, um, <laughs> and I've done all sorts of things in my life, so lots and lots of stuff to talk about there as well. And um, we are also known, and have to be really careful how we say this, <laughs> is the Mother Frockers. <laughs> <laughs> the Mother Frockers, as in dresses, as in frocks, people. <laughs> We both do loads of things, but yeah, essentially I moved out after two years of living with Bev and her husband Andy um, for two years and I managed to leave home five oh, wow. from the nest a week before lockdown, or the week of lockdown. <laughs> it's all Bev's fault, it's like, what we're going to do, what we're going to do. <laughs> we, um, why don't we make a little private group and invite <laughs> some of our friends to to get out of our pyjamas and pretend like we're going to the pub, post a picture of what you're wearing and have a chat. I'm just going to rewind on how we actually met though, because because it, <laughs> it is to do with frocking up as well. Yeah. Uh, we actually met dressed as pineapples. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So how, how on earth did you actually ever meet dressed as pineapples? What were you doing? Anything, there's a pineapple on the wall. There is a very, very lovely pineapple my on the wall. My house happens to be covered in pineapples and I was having a party and we called it the pineapple party which I actually painted the house for the party and um, oh, Susie wow. turned up to the party dressed as a pineapple I was dressed as a pineapple I had a giant like foot high papier mache really crap pineapple <laughs> on my head <laughs> and, and, and Bev was exquisitely dressed in a beautiful yellow frock and a handmade um, hair piece she's a milliner I was going to say yes Bev is a milliner isn't she and set the scene for how we would go on really. <laughs> and that very night I didn't know that Susie could sing and uh, we'd already had someone at the party and I always feel really bad about saying this this person asked if they could sing and they were actually terrible and uh, so I oh, hope they never listen to this podcast. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and then Susie, Susie said, oh, can I sing? And I thought, oh, here we go, another person who can't sing. And she sang and absolutely blew me away. She's an amazing singer, absolutely amazing singer. So our friendship sort of started there, but we didn't, still didn't know each other very well. And um, it was actually Facebook that brought us together because she put a shout out oh. on Facebook saying she needed somewhere to live urgently. My lovely lodger who I adored had just moved out and I was like, I don't really want another lodger because I adored my lodger. And then I saw the message and I said to Andrew, there's um, Susie, remember the girl that sang at the party? Um, she needs somewhere to live. Shall we sort of say we've got this room and she can come and look at it? So she came to look at the room, but what she didn't tell me was... I had got kicked out my last place because I'd set the place on fire. Oh no! Oh my God. <laughs> 
Now we're we're not talking about you being an arsonist, though, are we? Not not not. This isn't another sort of a side sideline that you've got. Not at all. But I always imagined it was just a small fire. But I did actually meet her landlord very randomly, her ex landlord very randomly recently, and no, it was an actual big fire. Oh my god! <laughs> so if I known that, perhaps oh I wouldn't have invited gosh. her to move in. Well, you obviously weren't meant to know because all the stuff that's followed has obviously happened. So you must have known each other now. What sort of four and a half? five years then or something yeah something like that yeah yeah and the two years together was fantastic i have to say every friday we always had fun dressing up and that is actual truth we susie would be going to gigs she'd come downstairs and say what do you think of this we take photos i would sew her sometimes into her costumes and hope they didn't burst open when she was on stage Um, (laughs) and i would i would dress up as well because i i've always liked dress so we'd compare outfits and things and um it was quite it was quite amazing wasn't it every friday we did dress up and your voice is just amazing so that's what that's your your thing isn't it so you're a singer and bev you're, you're a milliner because you make create produce create i don't create i want to say create wonderful creations and that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't flow she also sings in a band as well yeah, though, i do now. sing in a band as well i'm a backing singer though i'm not a full-blown singer i, I do the backing and play very strange oh. instruments for some reason they gave me the slapper to play so what is the slapper? No, is it the washboard? It's kind of this weird block thing where you bang on your hand and it goes... Doing, 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 doing. <laughs> is it like a wooden block with, 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 like a, um, with, a, with a slice it through the middle is, of yeah, it? It makes a sort of, I don't know, boinging noise. I know quite a lot of... Uh, Strange influence from umbearers to um, all sorts, yeah, all sorts of different instincts. My ex-husband was um, in a band and he played percussion as well as drums. So yeah, I do know. I love music, but I really, yeah, the, the singing side of it. People, yeah, so. <laughs> but that's oh, it's amazing. So you both, you both do sing, and you obviously both got this love of of fashion. So even before you set up Frock Up Friday, then you were doing all this dress up on a Friday, and the the Frock Up thing is just genius. So I mean. Yeah, so you, you, it was because of lockdown that you then set up this group. And the group for the listeners is called Frock Up Friday. And it's on Facebook. And you've got now something like about 14,000. It's just over 15, yeah. Wow. It went to um, 10,000 members in, within the first three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So how did it grow? How did it grow? Well, like that? What, what happened? <laughs> the, reason, the reason why it doesn't grow as fast right now is because we had to put loads of rules in place for to protect people's safety and and to try yep. and curb the amount of admining it took policing. But um, yeah, I think in the first instance, everyone just invited their friends. Everyone's kind of six degrees of separation. Everyone's everyone kind of yep. knows somebody a little bit in there because everybody invited their friends in. We invited 100 people and they invited 100 people each or whatever. That's got to be how it happened, doesn't it? Because all of a sudden we would just get a new 90 members and a new however many a day. It was just good. It was mad. And yeah. and not only that, they were all posting as well. And I think that was, that was the thing. It was suddenly like we're all going into this strange world where a lot of people were completely on their own. They're completely isolated. And, and actually Susie was because she'd moved out. It kind of, um, I think, was an, an, a, almost a, a, necessity a necessity for people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it still is. We thought it was only going to be for lockdown, but it's still as necessary now as it was then. You have created such an amazing community and a safe community. And as you said, you, you, you've got, you're being really mindful and um, it's this sort of, 
I'm just trying to think of the best words to describe it, but it's it's really it's a really caring community. It's really mindful and it's supportive and it's it's so envelopes and hugs. I mean, I think it's National Hugging it is, Day yes, today, yes. today or yesterday. Is it today? It's today because you've done a post because you do a, a a weekly theme, don't you? And um, and it's really interesting because you get a lot of people that are in there that have been watching for a long time that then will post. And the the essence of it is that you're encouraging people to dress up and dress up how they want to dress up. And, and it's a safe space for them to be like it be that way. But it was it started out as that community spirit to make people feel that they weren't alone, wasn't it? It's more about reaching out to people than it is about dressing up. The dressing dressing up is like the hook for bringing people together. But actually, and I don't think we realised quite how no. powerful the whole thing of like bringing people together it would be. No. You know, it's, it's been a, a very powerful thing. And although we still hook it on the clothing, it is also about helping people out of situations, people putting their, their sort of personal lives out there once they've put their outfit on and then they say... I like this dress because of blah, blah, blah. And you get that whole life story, yeah. which is really interesting. Yeah, we didn't have any idea because it was a get out of your pyjamas thing. Mm. Let's meet up. But it's a, it was essentially get out of your pyjamas and put a frock on, blow dry your hair and shave your legs. It's not just the women no, you're no, talking about all, either. It was a self-care, give yourself some love day. It's, it's more than the community mm. thing in the first instance, wasn't it? Was, in the very yeah. first week. And then we realised people were showing the picture and spilling the guts in. It's supposed to be my wedding today. It's, I'm supposed to be going on holiday my today. It's like, it, you know, and it, we're getting all these heartfelt stories. And once one person started doing it, the whole community started yeah. opening it up. And we had no idea, really. People who put their funeral outfits on because they were going, either they were Zooming to um, go to a funeral or um, they were actually allowed to go to the funeral, but there was only a couple of people. I feel they put their funeral outfits on there to share the fact that this was a life event that was very important to them and they were sharing it. So that became very poignant and very, um, it, it felt very special for us that people felt they could share those moments, you know. I see the post, I don't always interact, you can't always interact, you know, you're busy with other things and obviously periodically will post and post with Gareth and as you know, and it, but it's just the array of people that you are able to reach out to using as you say outfits clothing dress up as a as a vehicle for people to actually share their emotions their emotional state to have that support to have that encouragement and I know that you are as you've mentioned you've put rules in place you've been very quick to curb anybody that might be and police anybody that might be doing creating putting negative comments or you know bringing people down because there are people that are very very vulnerable and you know it's how somebody posts and, and how people react and people get very very um caught up with the reactions or non-reactions and things like that and it's 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 a hard thing i mean obviously you've you've created something wonderful but you've obviously given yourself a big big job as well which you're doing and it's it's all free isn't it you know it's your time that you are taking up to to look after and nurture nearly fifteen thousand people which oh my gosh ladies <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. it wasn't what we signed up to do but um it's been rewarding for us as well because actually we have made some really true friends out of this yeah. ourselves and um, we've had experiences we wouldn't have had. So um, for us, it's it's been an amazing thing. And I think for us to as a, a friendship, it's brought yeah, us together. Yeah, it has. It well. has. And, like, and, and even just on a on a life level, you know, I'm applying for jobs recently. And to say that 
who've run this online community and published a book and created a three-day festival like thinking outside of the box it's quite massive when you look when you look at it it's huge i don't think you really have you i don't know whether you actually have really stepped back and realized what you have created is and you've got so many options of what this could become and grow and continue to be well yeah Yeah. you're right about the time and um and that it's free and things like that it is an awful lot of pressure and found ourselves having to readjust to to keep that happiness level that your podcast is about mm. in the right place and ask for help. I've taken a big backseat in how often I'm in the group because it's causing my mental health some damage and having to reprioritize yeah. my time and, and not feel the guilt that I feel from not commenting on every post because Bev and I made a, a real point of commenting on every person and going through it minute by minute for all week, going through it minute by minute through the group so that there wasn't a person who posted and didn't get a comment or didn't get a love heart or, you know, and then, so they didn't feel left out. So it's an awful lot of guilt to carry. Yes, and that's where you have to put boundaries into place. And as you say, doing what you've done is is stepping back. And as you said, it's shifting. In fact, I've just um, created a, um, a post actually on LinkedIn today and it's, I last year when I reflected back I I realized what I'd done myself through lockdown and, and I, th- I you know with what you've done is in all of that you've done already and created with the, the group in the first instance and obviously what you've done just recently you have to take that stop and accept what you can and you can't do and 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 change your perspective and change how you sort of operate and channel your energy accordingly because obviously it's grown to the point now that you've got to do that you for your own sort of your own happiness, your own mental well-being. You can't be in there because you've you've created something that's grown so big. If it had been a hundred members, you could still do that, but it's not. So then, I say, I know you were putting out a call out, and you were creating and putting together more people to work from an administrative perspective, so that 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 support was still there. And that's how it that's how it evolves, isn't it? And you've got to you've got to put yeah, those boundaries doing, into place. When we're doing things like we're, we've just organised um we just had a meeting last night in a venue for our next festival. When yeah, is it going to be second, ladies? It's here. The second and the third of September, so it's the same weekend as last year. Oh I guess it in the diary. Gareth so, and I will be there this the year. The amount of time that, that takes is extraordinary. Yeah. The work that went into the book and the festival trying to do the group at at the same time, it's just it's on top of your normal trying to earn a living and um, and you know have a new relationship or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, so things have got to give. So yeah, we're really excited about that, and that we're really excited to get some new frocking ambassadors on board. We've already yeah. applied, so we hopefully next week let everybody know. But obviously, when this goes out, then yeah. they'll be they'll already know. But it's. I think it's a fantastic thing to do because we have made real genuine friends and we've got people who are going to be moving to our hometown because they've enjoyed Frock Up Friday so much. So we've done quite wonders for the town. You've created relationships as well, haven't you? There's, there's several people that have got together because of Frock Up Friday. And I've just obviously just done a, a podcast with Charlie Plunkett, who I'd have never have met had it not been for Frock Up Friday. And the communities and the connections and the relationships that you two have created and generated is absolutely yeah, awesome. I'm really quite excited about the relationships that we can build with our new helpers when we get them as well. Because 
if they can be as excited as we've been in in spreading the the ethos of the group which is to be free thinking unique and fabulous um, <laughs> and yes. um, they can they can reach out a bit further and bring some new suggestions and you know more meetups and things like that around the world because we do have fuckers in australia israel canada um, Tenerife, they're everywhere. Well, uh, my podcast has got a very big audience in India, so hopefully oh, you'll India, have a few more people India. in India joining. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, as you are doing, shift and adjust because it is growing, and it and it, that is how it is evolving. And you, it's always about sort of that constant change. I mean, I have trademarked my ape mindset methodology now. And, you know, if I can just get people to think ape, because it is that acceptance perspective energy, you sort of, it's, it, you can apply it to anything. And as soon as you start to adjust and you go, right, well, actually, this isn't working for me anymore. How can, how, how can I sort of change things and channel your energy, which is exactly what yeah, you're doing, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, a bit, it's been quite um, massive recently for me and personally anyway to have to do that readjustment thing. That's part of personal development, isn't it? You know, and as you do that, you, you grow as a person. And like you were just saying, you've been for an interview this morning and you can, you can sort of talk about that and it, it's, it's empowering and it, you can feel, you, know, you own it. It's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good. But I also just putting it out there as well, well, I think you ask people for help. It's quite often how you connect with people as well because we're all a little bit nervous about asking for help and when we do ask for help, I think then you make real connections with people and those people become really important in your lives because they, they I think when you ask people to help, they like helping and they feel valued as well. So it's, it's kind of like great for everybody. Yeah, a shared yeah. energy. That's it. I mean, it's about, it's about helping people up. It's not about going back down to their level to sort of be there with them. It's, you, you know, you've made that progression. You've lifted and raised your vibrational frequency in who you are and you're attracting people in who want, who want that help. And I think it's just absolutely incredible the work that you are doing and you continue to do with Frock Up Friday. I mean, this is, it, I mean, really, I think that the Facebook group is still only just the start of it because, as you said, you did the festival last year, which we would have come to, but we were already at a wedding, and which was great because we joined you on a oh, live yeah. stream, yeah. so that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that, was that was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's just brilliant. I mean, there must be people within the group as well that can help with all of this, apart from the people that you're getting on board as ambassadors. So I bet there's a lot of people that can bring something to the table and help it just sort of grow and, as you said, sort of spread it, really spread it globally. Yeah. What's your vision for, you know, Frock Up Friday? What is your big vision? Well, funny enough, I think we don't kind of, we, we've never had a plan. And that's, I think, why the whole thing has gone ha as it has. Because even with the book, we didn't have a plan really to make a book. It was just one of the local shops said, oh, wouldn't it be great if you made a coffee table book? And then uh, we made a coffee table book, which was a bit of a surprise to both of us. And I think it's quite nice <laughs> just to see how it flows and how things progress yeah. rather than having a massive plan. Yeah, like the, the festival only came about because we didn't get a chance to have the small, uh, but it was going to be a bit, bit bigger um, book launch for to, to, to have a book launch. But it turned, uh, accidentally turned into a three-day festival. And so you know, we have had a couple of other thoughts, but if we if we were really business like about it and looked for making money and things, I, w I think it would have we both agree it would have taken away the integrity of the of the group and the mm -hmm. ethos of the group a little bit. So um, 
Yeah, we haven't been very forthcoming in, in that way, but but it's but, but it's kept it nice and natural, and, and we could have had advertising, we could have had uh, different things to make money, and um, yeah, we've got a bit of merch, but we don't make any money. We're, we're supporting local businesses with these things. The 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 um yes. the books that, that was all they were all made locally. They were printed here locally. The designer lives here. We're just about helping people really and spreading the joy in the community. We've not been about any forward-thinking business plan, at least mm. anyway. What I'm hearing and what I love is the fact that you're going with your instinct and you're going with and you're following your flow and things sort of the, the monetization potentially. Because at the end of the day, you, you know, you both could work in it full time if it was monetized that you were actually getting an income from it in some way. And, you know, but it's it, it, I bet that will evolve in a period of time. I mean, with my podcast you know it's me funding my podcast you know i i pay for it i don't earn any money from it the option that is available to have um advertising and things like that on it and to me it just doesn't feel right it i i'd like to be able to put my listeners just to be able to tune straight in and it's not cluttered with advertising i just want here i am (laughs) and i think that's great that you know the values that you've got and the integrity that you've got i mean that just uh, that shines through i mean and, and you radiate that sort of happiness out with all the stuff that you're doing both of you what makes you happy people go ahead Bev. <laughs> it's a really difficult one, isn't it? <laughs> i mean um for me i had a moment a few years back where i was really ill and um they say it's an epiphany moment and you have to grab life and and live it and it didn't happen like that but i think gradually i realized that it's really important to just find people who bring you joy in your life um don't hang around with the people that don't bring you joy. And yeah. I, I did this thing for a year where I thought I'm not going to say um, no to things. So I, th- I said yes to going out and because um, I hadn't been going out for a Brilliant. long time. I'd been a teacher for a long time and so therefore a teacher in life you, you spend all of your time working mm-hmm. and I just started saying yes to things. So just having experiences and doing new things and trying stuff out and some of it like was great, some of it wasn't my cup of tea but it, it was just like um, an opening to discovery really and just just um mm. being open to new ideas and and new things and I'm the same as everyone else I get down about things but also it's nice just to say yeah I'm going to try this and I'm going to go and do that and I'm going to work at this festival which I've never done before I'm going to you know and, <laughs> and, and yeah just have really sort of strange experiences and I'd always wanted to write and someone said to me oh do you want to join this local writing group so I, I joined and I'm not a brilliant writer but I really enjoyed being able to do some writing and just experimenting oh, wow. in sort of like things that perhaps you thought you might like to do and, and haven't and and I just I just think it's just a continuous path of trying to learn stuff and you know I did go skiing and I absolutely hated it by the way (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is you you did it and you tried it and you found out and I and I love that ethos I mean I just want to echo that sort of saying yes to everything because I it's actually 17 years now since I I divorced my ex-husband after a 20-year relationship and I'd not been out socially for for six years, my life looks nothing like the life I used to lead, and I've recreated it completely. But when I left, and eventually I moved, ended up moving back in with my parents, with my son, sharing my old bedroom with him when he was six years old, 
and I and I actually started to have weekends. I'd never had a weekend, never had time, never had a social life of my own for well, anyway, forever. And um, I said yes to things. I mean, there weren't many things to say yes to. To be fair, I was going up to sort of and going to going out with my parents. Yeah, <laughs> but that through that saying yes it starts to open doors. You start to meet more people. You start to do different things. So I totally echo what you're saying. And there's that development that comes along the way. So it's, yes, saying yes to stuff. <laughs> what about you, Sister Susie? I'm a firm believer in the saying yes thing as well. <laughs> and like you just asked about Fuck Up Friday, I um, I seem to have got through my 43 years of net without a plan. And just by saying it, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know, and they're going, do you want to come and do it? Yeah, yeah, I'll come and do that. Do you want to fancy doing this? And I've, I've lived all over the place, like, like yourself, since I got divorced. I've had the most crazy 12, 13 years and been all over the world. I have oh, not wow. earned a penny. <laughs> very good at that. <laughs> but you've enjoyed life, yes. Needed toilets to support myself. For, for and and I, I cycle like fifteen miles a day to different people's houses and stuff, um, and then pretend like I'm glamorous at the weekend and I'm some glamorous singer and I'm I'm really not. It's really beautiful to learn to say no mm. as well. You know, it's the most yes, fantastic thing to say, to say actually no. And a friend of mine um, recently said. She was in a, a talk one day, kind of a motivation talk, and it said, when you want to have a day off, if you, especially if you're self-employed, to write busy in your diary. So when someone calls you and says, can you do this this day? And you go, oh, no, sorry, I'm busy that day. And you're like, yes! It's back to those boundaries that we were talking about a while back, isn't it? Because it's about self-preservation. You can't carry on helping everybody else if you're empty. You know, you've got to, you've got to look after yourself first and foremost. And... Actually, you know, when you do start to get busy, when things do build up, it's about then to sort of carve it back and reshape it. I always like to think about it like throwing clay on the wheel. You know, you put loads on, don't you, to start with, and you pad it all out, and then you gradually shape it, and then you refine it, and then maybe you get down to the detail, and maybe yeah, you took yeah, it all the way and, and start again. Well, and it, you're allowed <laughs> to change. I listened to a podcast recently. I'm forever listening to psychology and philosophy. And they were talking about priorities. Excellent. And um, how, how to know what you want. And it's a really great podcast because it said, you know, it, it, at times your priority is going to change your, your focus. For example, if you wanted to be a nurse from when, you were, from when you were a child, then you'd spend your whole life training for it or a doctor. And that's your life forever. Mm. But at some point, your, ma- your mother get, gets sick and all of a sudden your head priorities like, no, I'm not doing that. I need to look after my mum first. Or, and to just keep looking after those top five things. I went for a run this morning before my interview because I need to feel awake and alive. I, it's my favourite thing to get out of breath. I know you love it, Sarah, as well. Yes, oh no, I love getting out running. And I'm, and I'm envious because I bet you're running yeah, along I by the sea. Morning, but it's the first time I only ran once last year because I broke my leg. I, I, I had COVID twice. I had a really bad year. So it felt great this morning before a bit of a life change and thing. But yeah, I, I do the job that I do, the cleaning. So I can, if a, a job comes in and I need to fly to Paris on Friday, I can call Judith and say, sorry, I can't do your toilets today. And then come at next. <laughs> and we're in, I'm performing yeah, in yeah, Paris so, instead. So, and, then, and then all of a sudden, I'm not singing anymore because of COVID very much. So it makes my it's made my, my my Monday to Friday a little bit pointless, apart from fuck up Friday, of course. 
So, but I'm not feeling challenged or successful in my in my own self. So, hence the the, the bit of the life change going on, and uh, it feels great to be just putting a foot in the right direction somewhere else. It just feels wonderful yeah. doing something mm. for yourself, just doing a course, yeah. doing a new job, doing it, doing it, doing it, going yeah. for a run, whatever it is. And I'll just, I'm just going to interject and say, having exactly. said I said yes to everything, the one thing I did say no to was when I was a teacher, I. I have no regrets in life apart from the fact that I didn't see my children enough, my own children, because I've got three. And because when yeah. I was a teacher, I spent all of my time teaching and working at weekends and just being really busy. And I actually said no, because I just walked out of my job. I just, I didn't have another job to go to. And I just had that moment of like, this is not the life I want to live. So times in life when you do have to say, no, I'm just gonna not do this anymore. And I was very lucky because I have got a partner who works. So he was able to support me in that. Um, it wasn't really his choice, actually. Yeah. I just came home and told him I'd done it. It's, it's making those decisions. And if you feel it and you, you listen to your instinct, you listen to your gut, because if you don't, you can end up unwell and you have all, you can end up with physical ailments or you know, physical or mental issues and things like that if you aren't listening and you aren't taking note. And these things carry on happening until you stop. I mean, all the stuff I think around sort of, you know, COVID and what how it's impacted on people's lives. Because I've got a recruitment business and I've been in recruitment since 1987. And, you know, it's you know, people have shifted. There's been there's been a massive change in the whole world of recruitment as people have kind of left jobs that they've been in for life and they've taken career changes or they've decided to sort of go self-employed. All nature things that have really hit, impacted on the recruitment market. But I, I love, you know, hearing and empowering people to do that change because as you've just, you were saying, um, so you can go along those that path and then you go, actually, no, I, you know, like stepping out this morning, going for that run before you're into, you recognise, you're listening to all these podcasts. You're on that shift. It's all of these things have sort of fallen into place to make you sort of take that take stock to look back, to shift, to change your mindset and and approach things in a different way. And it will, it goes on to a different. I'm going to struggle with this one trajectory. <laughs> I have certain words I struggle with, like dynamism as well. I can't do that, but that, you know, because it then pushes you down a different direction. And and there's, there's, we all have choices at any given time, and it's the choices that we make today that impact tomorrow. And how we think today can impact how what's gone before and somebody said to me what's your agenda in life and I was really perplexed by the word agenda because I just thought agenda in life do I have an agenda and I thought no I, I don't really have an agenda apart from trying to be as happy as I happy, can yeah and yeah. that's my agenda and yeah. like I think if you've got an agenda to be like really wealthy or you want a big car or whatever I don't think those are great it's, things to aspire it's not, to it's not very healthy is it no. well, i don't think it is if that's your thing then go for it but but just to wake up sick. and look at the sunshine yeah. and just go it's a lovely day and yeah. i'm gonna go swim in the sea or you know whatever it's it's those are the things that like i think my agenda is just to have nice days where you can just go and sit on the beach when the sun's going down and just admire it and i do bore all my friends with all of the photos that i take of the sun going down i'm with you i mean i've been let's say been out on trail runs these crispy mornings um you know with the sun just burning through the, the, the sort of naught degree skies or minus degree skies and i've just been taking the photographs of the sunrise i mean it's just been stunning absolutely gorgeous and i you know i'm totally with you and i think it's it is about it's all the inner work it's about who we are internally and i, I think the world has been caught up in this sort of avarice and greed and this, i mean 
Money, let's, let's face it, the money makes the world go round and you need money. It's an energy exchange at the end of the day. And we need money to exchange to be able to do the things that we have. And the, when we have got money, we can we can help and support other people. But it's not, a, for me, again, like yourselves, it's not about, oh, I'm going to, I need to earn all of this money. And I've been in groups in this in this last sort of eight months, well, last year, a good six months of last year. And it was all, and it all got to me a bit, sort of felt a bit toxic in the end because it's all about, oh, 10 grand launches and this, that. Then I'm going, no, yeah, no, I can't. It's got to come from here. Yes, the money will follow if you're in alignment with what you're doing. And I'm not saying money is a bad thing because we need it to exchange. Otherwise, we won't be able to buy anything, you know. But equally so, you, it, I think it's about that happiness that you've just been alluding to, which is hence the podcast, Harnessing Happiness. It is, and it's spreading that globally because, you know, it, it, once you're happy, if you have that positive mindset, I mean, if I, you know, how have you, I mean, I, say, I was going to ask you that question, but you've obviously used your positive mindsets to overcome things because you look what you created with, with Frock Up Friday. Um, you've really done that and brought that in that community yeah it is um, but the the overcoming thing like uh, i i feel it like you said if you're in a bad place mentally it actually makes you feel physically ill it, it, it affects your whole entire self you certainly have to put yourself out there in a, a plenty of situation for for things to arise people often call me really lucky but yeah there's a certain there's a fine line between lucky and being in the right place at the right time you have to put yourself out there to mm to make to to have the look happen to you almost yeah i'm 57 and two years ago someone asked me to be in a band um and i can't sing either i have had lessons now but like to be my age and go and be in a band is like a, a very strange thing to do but i just thought yeah why not let's have a go and it's really fun to do something creative and i think you know you just have to sometimes just be really brave and like i'm aware that when i'm standing on stage i'm not really young and i'm not in that kind of hit it doesn't matter it doesn't matter just, though, does i'm it? doing it's... something that no. i'm thoroughly enjoying and i think you know it's really important that people just don't think about the age and they don't think about what they look like but they just yeah. they just Feel. I'm totally with you. It's about. I mean, I, you, you're. I'm 56. I'll be 57 this year as well. You know, and I just think oh, I'm going to grow old disgracefully. But actually, it's not disgracefully. It's about having a good time. It's. And I think the older you get, the wiser you get, and the more you accept yourself. And like I said, that's coming back to that acceptance as well. But you know, you're talking about sort of you know a, a taking action, and that's very much a, a, the law of attraction. And there's a, a in my book, I've got I use a quote that Rob Moore uses, um, which is the law of attraction without action is a distraction. Basically, it's no point sitting in front of Coronation Street or whatever soap opera you're watching going, right, well, I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow or or I'm going to be X, Y, Z, or this is what's going to happen in my life, then sit there and wait. You have to put things into place. You have to be tuned in. You have to notice when opportunities arise and you have to act upon them. So it's like you were saying, you know, if somebody's saying, do you want to do this? You've got the opportunity to say yes or no. But if you are wanting to expand into a certain area, it's recognising that and going, wow, yeah, that's going, that's great. It might not be what you thought, but it oh, might be a stepping stone yeah, towards yeah. I know that your podcast called Harness and Happiness, but I really believe that uh, you have to have the down times to to appreciate those good times and to and yeah. to just sit in it. If you're upset, just have the cry, eat the chocolate, you know that sort of thing, and oh. you don't force yourself to have to feel no. happy all of the time. I quite enjoy that. Um, I had a bit of a down weekend last weekend and didn't really do much, and I really felt great on Monday because I'd given myself the time to sit in it 
it was fantastic. Yeah. If you um, realistically say, I never feel down, I never feel uncomfortable, I never feel unhappy, or I don't wake up in the morning and say, oh God, I look frumpy today or whatever. We all do that. We all do that. But it's, it's like we have to feel those things to have the empathy to support other people as well. And I think that's with Frock Up Friday. Both of us mm -hmm. do feel things quite a lot. We do have a lot of empathy because we, we both yeah. fill with our hearts. But we're human, aren't we? We're human and that's it. I mean, it is about, it's about that feeling. And I mean, I remember going back to my divorce and I was going, I think I was working through a, a breakdown at the time and my mum was saying, well, have some, you know, have some of these antidepressants. And I'm like, I don't really want, well, all right, I'll have a quarter. And I could feel it doing horrible things to my body. And it's like, no, I would rather feel the pain of all of this. I mean, that's me. And, you know, I'm not, you know, it's, and other people will, you know, use, you know, medication in different ways. But I, I like to feel it. I like to go through it. I like to experience it like you were saying. And, you know, because you, and you have those down. I mean, when I, I don't have them very often, but when I do have, I, I allow myself that time, as you've said, Susie, just to, wall, to, to sort of almost sort of wallow in it and go, do you know what? Well, I know I'll kick myself into touch in the morning. Let, let me just have this time where I'm feeling crap you know <laughs> because then the next day is going to be yeah let's get up and out of it but yeah it's yeah it's it's acceptance again it's that acceptance of where you're at and go do you know what it's okay to feel like this and I am going to just go and sit fill my face with whatever or you know I am going to go and do what makes me feel feel just feeling in tune with your body it's just aligning with it so yeah so what top tip well we've already done some tips actually we've got quite a lot of tips going on say yes and accept yourself and any other to, to, to sort of finish any other sort of top tips you would you would give to the listeners gut instinct and following your heart uh um mine shout at me <laughs> but you, you know, sometimes people don't know what that is <laughs> You know, if they do, if you're doing something and it feels completely wrong, it's okay to not do it. Or, yeah. or if you're around someone who feels completely wrong, it's okay not to call them ever yeah. again. Go with your gut <laughs> instinct. It really is there. It really works. Yeah. And just going on to the frocking thing, just <laughs> just for support of everybody, I just feel like people should be able to wear what they want to wear, project who they want to be and like it doesn't matter who you are and just not feel like you're being judged for what you what you wear and like I actually personally love to dress up because that's the way I feel confident when I leave the front door so for me it is a confidence thing and I know that some people think occasionally that I, I dress over the top I had comments when I was a teacher about it but it, it um for me it's like important that I just projected how I felt and wanted to be. And I think everyone in the group should feel, if they want to wear sparkles on a day that's not sparkly, then wear sparkles. And, uh, you know, for all the transgender people there, just be what you want to be. And it's like, I'm, I don't want to question the politics of anything like that. I just want to kind of, people to just feel that they are who they are and they want to be that. And if, they, if they're really creative, be creative. Um, if you just want to wear your floral dress and show us, that it's your floral dress that you love, then we're really happy with that as well. It's like just the beauty in everyone is like there and just shine, shine who you are. I love what you said then because that's something that it's, it's part of what I do I love to empower people to be themselves to connect with their authentic true self and to to embrace that and, do, and embrace all your sort of kinks your foibles your wrinkles your whatever it is just to be yourself and whether that's how you dress who is it that makes the rules of what we should and we shouldn't wear that's what and I just think as you've just said it's wear what makes you feel good you know just wear it if it whatever you want to wear that makes you feel good wear it and actually you know if you feel good just wearing a pair of sloppy jeans that's fine it's whatever you feel good in 
I had a, some, a personal stylist when my last relationship broke down um, six and a half years ago now. And I'd be, been talking to her. And it had been booked, funnily enough, before it, it all broke down. And it was just within a, sort of like a few week window. And it's like, right, well, here we go. Off we go. And I'd been working from home in sort of yoga pants and clothes that I'd bought from a local shop that had been sold to me that weren't my shape or anything like that. So I went out with her and suddenly learned what shapes and things that fitted me. And that made such a big difference to me, just to know what, what you know, I'd lost my way. I'd completely lost my way, um, as I have done with this thread of thought as well now. But, <laughs> just, just, but it, you know, it is about, you know, embracing that and finding what works for you and uh, just enjoying clothes. And I love the charity shops. I know there's been a, you know, quite a lot going on and the group just recently about charity shop buys and yeah it's great because that's that's you know it's very sustainable you're not buying lots of new stuff i actually love fashion i love design myself because i come from that field um that's what my degree was in in jewelry design and so i love all of that design thing but i've never enjoyed the thing that like you're only worthwhile if you've got a gucci bag or a versace dress i think if you've got a versace dress and you've got it in a charity shop well brilliant but I just feel like it's really important that people can just go to a charity shop or go to a, any kind of shop and just put things on and put them together and just feel how they want to feel in that and, and just feel good about themselves. With lockdown, it was just get out of your pyjamas, put some lipstick on and just for the day think it's Friday, I'm going to get that weekend feeling even though we're not actually allowed to leave our house, but we can actually share a look together or um, quite, quite often we'd all be with a drink wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. And I know we were talking last week and like you just said Sarah about the wear, just um, wearing sloppy jeans if that makes you feel comfortable as well. I mean I adore just wear, putting on my, I've got, I wear like baggy hippie trousers all the time or I'm out cycling in my lycra all the time and I don't, I don't bother Loads yeah. of times I don't bother with myself and I still feel great because that's how, because I'm, I'm out there doing my thing. It, it's not like a, a top of my priorities. I, I actually think, you know, when you've got really good friends because they can turn up and you can be like, um, well, I wear caftans a lot. That's what, <laughs> that's my um, go-to sort of hanging around <laughs> thing. And they can turn up and I'm in a caftan and I haven't brushed my hair and then you can still have a nice time with those friends. That's when you know you've got really good friends because it doesn't matter what you look like and, and what you're projecting because they know the real you. And I think like clothes can help you project what you want for that day, but it's it's like feeling comfortable and, and happy in your skin is the, is the thing, really. Yeah, it's adapting and adjusting. And as I say, I mean, I've turned up on Facebook without any makeup looking pulling fully silly faces when I'm out trail running. And equally so, you know, I'll, I'll join the group and uh, be completely dressed up, as we know. So for the listeners, I have actually dressed up for to record this podcast, even though nobody can see me. And the ladies, lovely Bev and Susie, are both dressed up as well. So how do people get in touch with you both? We've got a website, Frock Up Friday website, or they can email us at frockupbook at gmail.com. Yeah, the, the Frock Up website is literally Frock Up friday.com as well Sorry. yeah <laughs> and um, on facebook as a, as a page <laughs> fuck up friday which is a public page we just use that to share um some stories and uh, themes but the the actual fuck up friday group we've been talking about is a private group it's private so people can share their inner thoughts so they can share clothes they don't normally wear in public, etc., etc. oh ladies thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure 
Thank, and it's just been a real joy to have this opportunity to to meet with you and talk with you. And uh, we will be getting the uh, Frock Up Friday Festival into us, our September diaries. Um, oh, it's just been an absolute pleasure and joy. And you're doing amazing things with uh, the, the with the group and all that it's evolved and how you supported people. Just so thank you on behalf uh, of everybody that's you. in the group and everybody who's going to be in the group in the future. It's been an absolute pleasure. So if you've enjoyed this episode, listeners, please do tune in. Please do join the Frock Up Friday group <laughs> and um, please do rate and review and follow and subscribe because the more we can spread happiness globally, the better. So this has been me, um, Sarah, Jane Aylin, Hopping, Hopping, uh, even Harnessing Happiness. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and take care and have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J. Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's sarahjnaylor.com.